you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Football. We are once again presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're also live here in New York City. Happy to be in your house, office, gym, wherever we are. It's a Wednesday, December 14th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. It's Kyle Brandt, Peter Schrager, Jason McCourty. All right, so there's a pair of potential MVP contender quarterbacks facing off in Buffalo on Saturday night. Potential being the operative of the word here as the Dolphins look to sweep the Bills in the finale of the NFL Network's Exclusive Saturday showdown triple header. First, it's Vikings, Colts, then it's Ravens, Browns, then it's Bills, Dolphins. Of course, Tua Tagovailoa and Josh Allen have the tall task of chasing down this guy. Jalen Hurts, the numbers, the play, the wins, the team, everything speaks for itself. Hurts is having a phenomenal season, and his team is right now still the lone team to have clinched the playoff spot so far this season. Jason, with four weeks remaining, who else, if not Jalen Hurts, do you think could make a serious run at MVP? Serious run? Serious. Uh, I do think. I do serious. think. I do think Jalen Hurts is a runaway. And obviously, this is runaway. a not a runaway. I'm sorry. Let, Front me, let me let me say this. This is a quarterback-driven award. So you have Jalen Hurts. You can talk about Patrick Mahomes. You can talk about Joe Burrow. But I don't want to talk about any of those guys. Justin Jefferson is not going to win the MVP, but I just want to talk about him in the mm. type of season that he is having. Highlight real catch after highlight real catch. This guy now has 1,500 yards on the season with over 200, 223 yards this past week versus the Lions. They lost that game, so it kind of flew under the radar. Broke the Minnesota Vikings single game receiving yards record. And this guy has just been balling. Doesn't matter. Each and every week you go into a game and you know Justin Jefferson's getting the ball. Teams are double teaming him, putting the safety over top, doing everything they can to stop him. And somehow he continues to come away with 10K 
catch games, 140 plus yards. And it's just been fun and exciting to watch this guy go to work. In the preseason, we heard him say, hey, I got Kevin O'Connell over here now. And we're watching all of this L.A. Rams film. And it's just like, I get it. I see how Cooper Cup is putting up these crazy numbers and why he's been so good in this offense. And Justin Jefferson is following it up. Now, MVP award, is he going to win? No. Cooper Cup did a triple crown last year, and he didn't win the award. But he was in the voting. He was talked about. All I'm saying, didn't have a vote. Yes. All I'm saying is Justin Jefferson, I just wanted to take this time to shout him out, talk about how well he has played. But Jalen Hurts is still Well, you have a platform here. I mean, you are on Good Morning Football. Do you think that there should be players other than quarterbacks considered for this award? Because since, I think, you know, the running backs in the mid-2000s, I mean, Adrian Peterson won it a couple years. Like, they don't win MVP. It's just a quarterback award. As a defensive player who is one of 22 positions, do you have a take here? Yeah, I do think that the award should be more than just quarterbacks. And I get it. They touch the ball every single play. And you look at a season like Justin Jefferson's having. Kirk Cousins has been solid. But Justin Jefferson, you throw up that one-hand catch, just throwing it up in the air, and he said it after. And Jefferson's coming down with the ball. Michael Parsons even went as far as to say Jalen Hurts He's talking to Von Miller on yeah, we'll Von Miller's show, and he's talked about that, and you guys get that. I won't can, say it. Can we make the case, though, on Jefferson? Like, what would have to happen? Yeah, I, I got a couple thoughts. I think he has to break the Calvin Johnson record. You have to. All right, so Calvin Johnson, 1964, 1964 yards in a, in a season. Mm-hmm. He's at 1,500. He's got to break that. Yep. I think they have to win out. Mm-hmm. I think he needs a lot of help. Like, in some, some of the quarterbacks have to have some bad games. Yeah. Jalen Hurts has to lay an egg on, on uh, the, the Cowboys game. And also, I think it helps Justin Jefferson because there's this unfair stink on Kirk Cousins that, True. like, wow, he's doing all that with, with so, Kirk yeah. Cousins, which is stupid, in my opinion. He has to get 2,000 yards receiving, mm-hmm. I think, and they have to win out. But I, I don't think it's a zero chance. I really don't, even yeah. though Cooper Cup last year. Maybe maybe just getting a vote would be a start. Yeah. You know? Somebody vote for him. Maybe, maybe it'll be you, Jay. This argument surrounding like quarterback versus non-quarterback position, I think, surrounds like the definition of the award itself, which people, MVP, valuable. It's not the brightest star. It's yeah. not the guy on the best team. It's value. And I kind of parallel the word value with high impact. Yeah. And Jalen Hurts is a great quarterback, on a really good team surrounded by really great players. I think Joe Burrow is the most valuable player to his team and how it pertains to the Bengals finishing the season. A couple things have to happen for Joe Burrow to be an MVP, which I do think he qualifies for, considering what Aaron Rodgers did the last couple seasons statistically. Burrow's got to win out. The Bengals have to keep playing the way that. But he has to be the most high-impact guy that puts the Bengals in those wins. It can't be like he had two picks, but the defense picked up the win. The wins have to come at the hand of Joe Burrow. Because I would make the argument that some Eagles wins along the way have been at the hand of the defense or Mm -hmm. at the hand of just the run game. Maybe not as it pertains directly to Jalen Hurts. But Joe Burrow has an opportunity to snag this away just purely by, if you want to go by the definition of MVP, value on the team and being the most valuable to your team. I always like hitting the V in MVP. I think it's important. I also wish we lived in a world where you know, Paul Horning won the Heisman Trophy on a 2-8 and eight team. It was about 60 years ago, but he was still the best player. It's just We're just not there anymore. It's not going to happen. Like, the Justin Jefferson thing, we're bending over backwards. It's going to go to the quarterback with the best stats and the most value. And like, I think Jalen Hurts is there. And I, I, I'm talking about what Jason mentioned earlier. So Micah Parsons, who I respect having a bias against the Eagles quarterback, was on the Vaughn cast. And it was brought up, Jalen Hurts, MVP, MVP. And he straight up said, we've all been kind of dancing around. He said, was it him or is it the team? Which is now fully a story that Jalen Hurts is somehow a passenger on the Howie Roseman Express. And that he's just there and they roll the ball out and he takes the snap from center and it does itself. I think there's quarterbacks who have done that. I don't think this is one of them. And if you want to pull up 
stats of other MVPs. He compares comparably to the Lamar MVP season, to the Cam MVP season. The, the deal with Jalen Hurts is if he's going to lose this thing, he has to lay an egg against the Cowboys because that is the Heisman moment. That is maybe the most, most viewed NFL regular season game of all time. If he throws a couple touchdowns and no picks, it's over. No one is going to run him down. The media is too involved in this. If he lays an egg on Christmas and they lose and he turns it over three times, then we got mass hysteria. Then Burrow or certainly Mahomes could sneak in and get it. But I just, the MVP thing has just got to this place where it's pick the star quarterback you want in a given year. There's no one. I saw RG3 came out and I, I respect him having an opinion. He said that Jason Kelsey should be in the MVP conversation, the center of the Eagles, not even the quarterback, because of what he represents and the running game. And, like, at least he had a take. It'll never happen. It's certainly not my take. But, like, is there ever going to be something, Peter, in this era when it's just not the star quarterback? If Cooper Cup can't get a vote. He didn't get a vote. And, like, Lawrence Taylor got it in 86, I think. Like that, He had the most dominant season yeah. for them. But it's not happening. Like, Micah Parsons isn't winning MVP this year. It's mm -hmm. just not happening. So we both have kind of danced around it, Jason. You, uh, we actually have the sound of Micah talking on the Voncast Let's take a listen what Micah Parson, a Dallas Cowboy, had to say about Jalen Hurts as the MVP. We look at the Eagles. Is it Hurts or the team? I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, um, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. I mean, bro, bro like it, like, <laughs> and it's Eagles Cowboys. The Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I Look, I don't even know if it was that disrespectful. They're just laying out the facts that they have an incredible team. An incredible team. And Jamie, to your point, Joe Burrow won big games without Joe Mixon on the field, without Jamar Chase on the field. Joe Burrow found a way to get that done, and I think that's the hole in the argument. But I'm with you. Jalen Hurts is the MVP. We can't take away what he's done leadership-wise, running game-wise, passing game-wise, and there is no hole in his game this season. Mm -hmm. He has been the best quarterback in football to me. Mahomes is always going to be in the argument. This could always end up being like when Charles Barkley or Carl Malone won the MVP when Michael Jordan was still playing there. I will not bat an eye if Mahomes wins the MVP. But I think right now it's Jalen Hurts. And to your point, national TV against the Cowboys Christmas Eve. I think it's going to be a very, very highly rated game. Everyone's going to be watching. Jalen Hurts falls on his face, mm -hmm. throws three picks. Is it ready for that matchup? Yeah. Then we can open it up. As of right now, though, I think it would be unfair for the first 14 weeks of the season to give this award to anybody but Jalen Hurts. Mm -hmm. Couple guys. I, I think when you say the team aspect, if Jalen Hurts isn't out there on the field, if Gardner Minshew's the quarterback, do the Eagles still have the same success this season? So mm -hmm. when you talk about value, like no. the quarterback position has so much value. That yeah. You can go through the teams, and it could be the worst team in the NFL. Take the quarterback off the off the field, they even got, they even got worse. So <laughs> I think the value when it comes to the quarterback is always going to be mm -hmm. there. I think the Vikings look different without Justin Jefferson. For sure. Hey, how about those Washington Commanders? They've been away for a little bit, but they are right in the thick of things with a big game this week. And our next guest is playing in his fifth NFL season. He got a career high, eight and a half sacks and counting in 2022 at the University of Alabama. Please welcome to the breakfast table, Commanders defensive tackle Duran Payne. What's up, Duran? What's going on? Duran, you guys, uh, I, I think you can hear me. We're on a bye last week. 
So we missed you. We didn't get to see Commander's football, but we heard during the bye you did a little bit of holiday shopping. Tell us more about this. What were you up to? Man, I just got a chance to go back to uh, Birmingham, Alabama and um, meet with a special group of kids in the uh, Boys and Girls Club. And we just had a little shopping spree before Christmas, and uh, they were really excited. They got a bunch of good stuff, so I'm happy for them. Man, I'm happy for those kids as well, getting a chance to go shopping, getting a chance to see Deron Payne. That's just an awesome experience. And for you, fifth year on the football field, you're having one heck of a year, probably the best year in your career. And as everybody's talking about the Pro Bowl voting and all of that, I want to know what it would mean to you to be voted into your first Pro Bowl early on in your career. It'll mean the world to me just knowing that uh, all the hard work and dedication and preparation I've been putting in is finally coming to fruition in my fifth year. I wish it would have came a little earlier, but I'll take it. <laughs> hey, Duran, there, there are a bunch of great games this weekend, and the NFL had the opportunity to pick one, just one, yep. to flex into Sunday night. And they chose... The Washington Commanders against the New York Giants. 7-5-1, You guys have already tied them. I can get hyped up right now, but I'm going to let you have the stage. Give us a little preview on this. What are you guys talking about in Washington as you head towards what might as well be a playoff game this week? Yeah, man, this is a big, this is a big game for us. I know um, we played a tough one against them a couple weeks ago, and uh, we just looking to go out there and just dominate the game and, and come out with a win this time. Uh, as you should, because, you know, that, that one hanging off the back end of your record, I'm sure, is frustrating for both sides. So yep. having this one have a little bit more yeah. definition to it, I'm sure it will feel good. Teron, let's talk about your quarterback situation on this team. Carson Wentz is healthy and available, but Ron Rivera has decided to roll with Taylor Heineke. We can see why. There's a lot of juice to that quarterback. This is a make-or-break time for you guys, though. Give us a vibe check on Taylor Heineke. What is he giving off, the way he plays, what he's like in the locker room, in the hallways, in the meeting rooms? Why is he your guy that Man. you guys want to roll with? Man, he just keeps it cool, calm, and collected at all times. Like, he, you, and he, you would think he was just doing this on a regular, the way he comes to work every day and, and just uh, brings his off. So it's, it's good to have a player like that on your team. And, um, he, he just goes out there and hunt every time. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Absolutely. And honestly, I have to also ask about the Jordans. Like, does he bring the ones when he wins a game around the locker room? Does these just stay at home? Like, how is this, like, the certain color of the teams that he beats? And has the team bought into this? Uh, he wear, he actually wears the Jordans, like, the following Monday, Tuesday. And then sometimes he get other players' Jordans. I know before the game, he told me if we win, he was going to buy me some Jordans. So he, he's asking me right now what kind hey. of Jordans I want. Yeah. That's awesome. I wonder what I'm going to give and you know what else is awesome? We've always talked about this. When you guys got together as a D-line, not only do you have these great players, but you have this great branding. Like, your names are like pain and sweat and chase. Like, you all sound terrifying. <laughs> and the chase part of it is coming back. Riverboat Ron said he's got some huge news yesterday that Chase Young could potentially make the season debut on Sunday night. Massive deal. But you tell us, how big of a deal is that for your defense and what's it going to be like having it back out there? It's going to be exciting getting the playmaker back on the field with us. I know he's, he's excited to go out there and make plays. I know he's, he's just been asking, <laughs> asking us. and like He's been around doing, doing all the things. He's trying to get back in, into it. So I know it's going to be fun when we have him back out there with us making all the plays. Yeah, I love that. We're all excited to see him back out there. You guys, as a defensive line, have just been crushing it. And let's go back to this Sunday night game. 
Who's the guy that's in that locker room, in the huddle, pregame, hyping everybody up to get him excited? Sunday night football, division opponent. Who is the guy that has the yelling, screaming, and gets you guys jumping around? Probably John, man. John be talking all game long. Like he, he's the one doing all the all the pregame huddles, all the, all that. So he he's I know he gets me pumped for sure. Coming into a game on Sundays. Well, Peter said it, Duran. Like the NFL could have chosen anybody, they chose you guys, and we yes. choose to watch Commanders versus Giants this weekend. Uh, prayers up for Daniel Jones. He's got to look and deal with this man and all his friends. Duran, we love you, man. Go get him. We're really rooting for the Commanders all year long. Yes, sir. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. Saturday football returns to the NFL in Week 15, and NFL Network, of course, has you covered. It's your exclusive home for a triple header. There's a pregame show on three hours before Colts Vikings at one o'clock Eastern. I got um, Mike, I got Irv, I got D Hall, and Emmanuel Sanders. Great call. Uh, I know, I know. And Nate Burleson's going to be in the booth with Noah Eagle. That kicks off the day. Ravens Browns at 4 p.m., then Dolphins Bills at 8 Eastern. It's a Saturday showdown, triple header all day this Saturday, only on NFL Network and streaming on NFL Plus. Coming up. The Dolphins have their jackets and gloves, and so does Peter Schrager, packed and ready for Saturday night. Linebacker Jalen Phillips will join us later in the show to tell us why why the weather won't be a factor, or he'll at least try to give us that answer. Plus, we've talked about Jared Goff this week more than we did all of last season, and our guy Ryan Leaf in studio next to break down the Goff man. How's he doing it? Don't go anywhere. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring – your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. Yeah, we've got a 
special guest back with us today, a former NFL quarterback and a friend of Good Morning Football, of course, Ryan Leaf. Good morning, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Hello. Welcome Here back. Here to break everything down that pertains <laughs> to that guy right there who is impressing everybody right now, but you've been impressed with him for a long time. I have. I've been impressed with Jared Goff for a long time. I lived in Los Angeles. I got to see him firsthand do the things that he was able to do as a Los Angeles Ram. Take a team to a Super Bowl, but that breakup was tough. He goes to Detroit. No one was giving him a chance. In fact, just Sunday morning, somebody tweeted out, because of the trade, you now get an opportunity to draft a quarterback high, and he goes out and puts on a performance yeah. like this. But he sits back there, and this is a big reason why he's been so good this year. This offensive line, guys, has been so good. No one's at his feet. The Panay Sewell draft pick a year ago was big. It's been really underplayed because of everything else. He continues to improve week in, week out. Josh Reynolds, right? He's a bit of a transplant, L.A., Tennessee, and now here. Look at this record over the last five games. Four and one, almost 70%. Nope. Almost 1,300 yards, eight touchdowns, zero interception. Awesome. So impressive. I liked him. I did not like the way the breakup went. Yeah. Mm. I did not like how things were talked about. I don't like how people are talking about him in the derogatory and past tense as a quarterback there. Guess what? They may found the guy because they have a lot of weapons offensively. He's a pure passer. He played that in the air raid in college. If you ask him and you give him time like that in the pocket, he's very, very good. I mentioned it yesterday, and you could talk to this firsthand, the psychological, staying, staying into it, staying focused, despite last year Stafford winning the Super Bowl and all the mocking of you know, Jared Goff and McVay you know, upgraded and all that. How did he go through that? And what would you, as someone who's been through it, Ryan, like how much respect do you have for what he's been through? I respect any NFL player, especially at the quarterback position, that can overcome adversity and getting pounded uh, and playing for a team like Detroit and going through those losses and then come out the other side, continuing to work, right? We heard J uh, Jalen Hurts talk about there's no arrival. It, it never is. There's no arrival for any quarterback unless you're anointed this. You have to keep working and working, and they've built something special. And they have a very difficult final four games of the season, but wouldn't it be neat if all of a sudden in Minnesota, mm. in week one of the wildcard playoff, you see the Detroit Lions? Oh, mm. my gosh. It's awesome. We're rooting for it, too. Ryan, let's get away from the Lions for one second, because last week we were talking about Brock Purdy versus Tom Brady, Niners versus Bucks. It was the largest age difference ever between two starting quarterbacks. And we started talking about what are some of the biggest ones of all time. And that brought us to week 13 of 2000, when 24-year-old Ryan Leaf went against 44-year-old Warren Moon and won. What do you remember about this day, Ryan? Well, I will remember that it was our only win that season. <laughs> right. So okay. we went 1-15 that year. I felt pretty good with the game plan going into this game. My tight end was super special Freddie Jones and we had a matchup problem with them and I hit him with a couple touchdowns and then John Carney I let him on a uh, uh, come from behind field goal to win it so it was it's special to get the only win that year yeah. but to do it against a, a Hall of Famer oh, yeah. like Warren Moon he was actually supposed to come in my rookie year and be my mentor really Kevin Gilbride was his coach in Houston of course oh. and they ultimately didn't make that decision and we went into camp with me and a, a quarterback that didn't have any really any starts in the NFL either I think that would have been incredibly beneficial yeah. for me to learn from somebody because I know how how much it affected me when Jim Harbaugh came in the next yeah. year and what I learned from the veteran quarterback wow. through my next few years. It's great, and you're so good at telling the story. Quickly, back to Brock Purdy. This guy out of nowhere, you know the draft story. He's, it looks great. What do you think of this guy? Well, I love his, I love his doggedness, right? He just he, he fights, he fights, he keeps working, he gets picked. Mr. Irrelevant, right? I covered him quite a bit in college. In fact, one of his early games was against my alma mater, Washington State, yeah. and Gardner Minshew in that Alamo Bowl game. And he played his heart out, and he played his heart out throughout the whole part of his career. And so I, I, I'm not super surprised 
to see it, especially in a Kyle Shanahan offense. Yeah. Mm. What I am surprised is to see how well that defense is playing and how everybody's got his back, yeah. no matter what. Because, you know, push come to shove down the line here. They're going to have to play some very difficult football games. We'll see how he adds up to that. I don't think Tampa Bay's a very good football team, and I think a lot of people saw that on Sunday. So we'll see when things get a little more difficult yeah. down the stretch. The year is 2022. We're talking about Jared Goff quarterbacking a Lions yep. potential playoff team, and Brock Purdy is the quarterback of 49ers. Ryan awesome. Leaf, could you ever believe it? Of course, it's the NFL. Absolutely. Thank you, Ryan Leaf. We appreciate you so much. All right, the December League meeting is taking place right now in Irving, Texas, and we have sent our team there to provide us coverage on everything being discussed so far this week. Judy Batista, Ian Rapport, and Tom Pelissero joining us now with the latest. What do we need to know from Irving, Texas, Judy? Well, we've just been watching some owners filter into meetings. Right now, there's a breakfast going on with the diversity committee and some of the uh, GM candidates who were part of the accelerator program yesterday. And then the owners will break away and go into their meetings all day. They'll get lots of briefings on a whole variety of topics. One of them is health and safety. We were talking about field surface earlier in the morning. And then other topics, business topics, they will have a diversity briefing again. And then at the end of the day, there's a privileged session, guys, um, when it's owners only in the meeting and delicate topics. I'm, I'm wondering what you think is going to come out of what has so far, I hate to say this, has Don't been a quiet it. meeting. Knock oh, on wood. And one year ago at this time, we were here and Omicron had hit and 93 <laughs> players went on the COVID list. We don't have any type of top line items like Thanks, that Tom. threatening Thanks. to upend uh, the NFL for Let's the rest of that. this season. But right, as Judy said, this ends with the one per club, the privileged session in which a variety of things can happen. There's nothing actually listed on the agenda. We don't know. Obviously, one of the big issues is going to continue to be until it's resolved Daniel Snyder and the commander's yes. football team since the October meeting. Of course, you had the report from the uh, House Oversight Committee into the handling of the toxic workplace environment in Washington. There's still open questions about exactly what Daniel Snyder's intentions are. He has said that he is, or the team on his behalf has said they are evaluating all options in terms of a potential sale of all or part of the club. Obviously, at the last meeting, Jim Irsay spoke out. We have not heard any owners speak on the matter yet. We shall see if we have anything along those lines today, Ian. Yeah, and I know something we've talked about really over the last couple of days, Judy, is the sort of inertia that the Washington commanders are going through right now with Daniel Snyder and, and those who work for him announcing that they will consider a sale, which is significant in itself. And it doesn't seem like anyone can wants to call attention to this just because it seems like that's the path they're going down. But from my understanding, just talking to a couple owners here over the last day or so, Washington commanders are going to be a significant topic in the privilege session. The report from Congress is going to be a topic, and it's there's obviously several other investigations yeah, still. There's still Mary Jo White's investigation right. is still open. So. Right. So, yeah, I would expect that to get some, some significant conversation. I don't know what's going to come out of it, but at least there'll be a sort of airing of grievances. In right, We're, form we are still well away from a resolution on right. that topic, months probably away from any sort of real resolution on that topic, but lots of business matters, and actually we referenced this yesterday, maybe we get an update on Sunday Ticket and where Sunday Ticket is going to go. We will hear from Commissioner Roger Goodell, we expect to, at the end of the day, and certainly he will get asked all of those kinds of questions too. Lots to ingest from the league meeting this month, you guys. Judy, Ian, Tom, we appreciate you so much. A lot of matters at hand, and those three will have you covered all day right here on NFL Network. And, of course, follow their social medias in case you want to keep up with everything being discussed from Irving, Texas. Thanks, team. Talk to you in a little bit. Enjoy Texas. 
Coming up, Dolphins linebacker and a Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee job, in Jalen Phillips is going to join us next to preview Saturday night's game in Buffalo. Boo! Where can we see this game? Um, um, it's an exclusive. Yeah! Have a triple header on NFL Network, or you can stream it on NFL Plus. How? Nicely done. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all. But I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, football. Now I want to welcome to the show Miami Dolphins last year. Drafted this guy in the first round out of Miami. Just in his second season has terrorized quarterbacks. And this year was named a nominee for the Walter Payton NFL Man of the Year presented by Nationwide. Please welcome to our breakfast table linebacker Jalen Phillips. What up, Jalen? What's up, dude? What's going on, you guys? Appreciate y'all having me on today. Yes, love to have you, man. When you got to Miami, I remember talking to you on how much you wanted to do in the community early on, starting your career off. What does it mean to you to be named the nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year representing the Miami Dolphins? Man, it's really a great honor. Uh, you know, I'm really just grateful for everybody in the Dolphins organization and my agency for helping me accomplish everything. You know, I really couldn't have done it without them. Uh, I'm really just grateful to be a vessel for this and, you know, serve as an inspiration to the community. Well, if you're named one of these nominees, it's inspiring in and of itself because you've obviously done something to get there. Charitable work in your community, helping people out where you play. Tell us what you've done to earn this nomination and how viewers can get involved if they want to help your cause. 
Yeah, you know, I've really tried to be involved in as many things as possible. Uh, you know, the two that really come to mind, um, you know, Dolphins Challenge Cancer, I'm a board member for them this year. Uh, you know, DCC is an incredible initiative, the biggest in the NFL. Um, so I really do a lot to support that. Uh, you know, everybody that you know is, has been affected by cancer in one way or another. So I think that's really important. Uh, and then also adding on that, the Verb Kind Foundation, uh, which provides mentorship for incarcerated youth. Uh, you know, I've really tried to do a lot there, um, really come and just talk to the kids, give them some game, and then also also bring my teammates along with me um, just to, like I said serve as an inspiration and try to inspire change. Jalen it's it's awesome having you on the show and you know I got to meet you during the pre-draft process I don't think in the history of the award we've ever seen a nominee be a second year player I think it's the ultimate honor of awesome. the NFL you're a second year guy and you're a Walter Payton Man of the Year nominee from your team just congratulations on that for yep. making an impact so early in your career. Thank you so much Peter I appreciate that man. Let's talk about your family before we get into the football. I, I always loved your stories uh, through the draft, but your grandfather is, let me give the title here, the Dean of Lynn University's Conservatory of Music in mm. Boca Raton. You yep. yourself, piano player. How does the music background kind of go and translate into this ferocious pass rusher that's tossing Justin Herbert to the ground on Sunday? <laughs> Uh, honestly, I think it's just the, de the dedication that's involved in it. Um, just like with piano, you know, the amount of hours that you have to put in, you know, especially someone like my grandfather, who's you know, a world-renowned pianist, the amount of times that you know, he's spent all entire day uh, just practicing his pieces, it's the same thing with football. Uh, and so really just applying the same discipline in all aspects of your life uh, really comes together. All right, now let's talk a little ball because we got to talk piano and that sweet music. Yeah. And then it goes right into Mike McDaniel and his passion for the game. In every press conference, we are just on the edge of our seat. And every day on the sidelines, we're hoping he's mic'd up. He's a first-year coach. He beats to a different drum. What's it been like playing for Mike McDaniel this season? And you, as someone who's been in the locker room, how do you respond to the way that he's coaching this team this season? Uh, you know, it's really been incredible, this whole experience. Uh, you know, the mood the mood in the facility this whole entire year has been extremely great. Uh, you know, Mike is just a guy who's just unapologetically himself. Uh, he cares so much about the team, super passionate about what he does, and he's extremely intelligent. So he's a guy that you want to get behind. He's a guy who can rally the troops. So it's really been an incredible experience so far. It has been for us, too, and we're not even passengers on it. We just love watching it, and we love all the things you guys have going on here. You know, you have Buffalo this week. You've got to go up there. It's going to be cold. The Bills are really good. The last time you guys played them, it's not only that you won. Josh Allen threw 63 passes in that game and somehow only scored 19 points. What did you do that worked in that game, and how do you do it again in this one? You know, I think it's all about complementary defense and really complementary football in general. So on the defensive side of it, you know, being able to marry the pass rush with the back end, with the linebackers, and all of us being on the same page is really the only only chance we have to, you know, stop the attack like the Bills. Uh, and then, you know, playing complementary football with the offense and with the special teams, uh, you know, we really just got to come in and, uh, you know, put our heads down and work. But I'm really excited for the opportunity. Besides the strength of Bills Mafia, the Bills have unbelievable home field advantage. Unfortunately for you, thanks to frigid temperatures that love to seep into Buffalo, we're talking weather all morning, which yep. is a very easy place to go, but it's a very obvious thing to talk about when it comes to games that are played in Buffalo in December. Warm weather teams. How do you guys handle this? Because there's a lot being said about how you had heaters in Los Angeles and what are they going to bring the heat or double the amount of heaters? Yep. Talk to us. Talk to us. Weather talk for the Miami Dolphins as y'all head to Buffalo. You know, I'm actually excited. I'm, I grew up in Cali and came straight to Florida, so I've never played in the snow game. So I'm kind of excited for that. You know, I would feel like a, a little kid running around in the snow. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of things that you can control in life and in football games. 
the weather is something that you can't control. Um, so honestly, obviously plays a factor, um, but we're going to prepare you know, the way that we need to and really just focus on the details and play the football that we know how to. Man, I love listening to you. I was a, the old veteran on the team last year. You came in as a rookie and sitting here interviewing, listening to you, just seeing the growth. You sound like a 10-year vet yourself. Uh, and you guys added a veteran at the trade deadline and Bradley Chubb. And I want to know what his impact has been. I've seen you guys, one of you get a sack, the other one get a sack. You're dancing after plays. The entire defense is having a ton of fun. What impact has he had and how much fun are you guys having on the defensive side of the ball? Man, it's been awesome getting Bradley in. Uh, you know, we, we pretty much got close the day that he came in. Uh, and I think when you go through so much as a team, and a defense especially, with a lot of the guys returning from last year, when you go through the ups and downs, man, you just get so close. And, you know, I think it shows in the way that we play and the way that we love each other, man. So, you know, I'm just so grateful to be a part of this team. And, you know, I really got a, love, a lot of love for my teammates. Yeah, you talked about the ups and downs. The last two weeks have been rough for you guys on the road on the West Coast versus 49ers and then versus Chargers on Sunday night. What is the message like and the mood like in the locker room as you guys prepare for Buffalo and preparing to finish out your season? Man, we're excited. Uh, it doesn't get bigger than this, man. December football, playing a division rival. Uh, you know, we're all, we still are in great spirits. Um, you know, the two losses, you know, obviously it's frustrating. Obviously it sucks, um, but it really motivates us to get back on track. Really just lock back in, focus on the details and play the brand of football that we know how. I love the sound of that, man. Continue to have the performances that you've been having. And once again, congratulations on the nominee. The 2022 Walter Payne NFL Man of the Year will be announced during NFL Honors the Thursday before Super Bowl 57. Jalen, have a good week of practice and get ready for Buffalo. Bundle Bring up. Your jacket. Stay warm. Go bundle up. <laughs> Sounds good. Hey, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. This Saturday, the football returns. The NFL in Week 15 at NFL Network is your home for an exclusive triple header. There's the games right there. Colts, Vikings, 1 p.m. Eastern. Ravens, Browns, 4 p.m. Then Dolphins, Bills featuring Peter Schrager and Jason McCourty at 8 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> it's a Saturday showdown triple header. Not all two on Allen. Me and no, Jason. No, 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 no. All NFL Network streaming on NFL Plus. Um, earlier in the show, we had a heated discussion about Christmas movies, right? Mm -hmm. The ones that we, well, we not the ones that we love, the ones that we do not like, that are uh, critically acclaimed. And uh, people had some beef with us. Alex, oh, the Christmas story, that kid should have been. Should have been bullied. Okay. Wow. Sure. Ralphie oh, did not deserve that. Wow. So we're going to lead with that one. Michael K says all of them except and not the one that you're thinking of, except Die Hard. No more Die Hard talks. We don't talk right? Die Hard. Yeah, no. we are already Maybe disagreed with, with two though. of those. Okay, and then, oh, no, come on, Aubrey. Every Hallmark Christmas movie, there's a market for that, okay? There's a market. Do You take the card, the Christmas card, and it's like man meets woman in a Vail ski town, and you move on, and then they get married, it's and they're beautiful. actually high school sweethearts. They didn't realize it, and then the you're, snow you're falls, well and then they don't kiss at the end. That's the big thing. Peter, is Die Hard a Christmas movie? You wanted to say it. You wanted some time. What? Peter wanted to mention it. <laughs> you go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. 
See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.